Today's episode is sponsored by Julie. Did you know that HBO is adapting Dark Matter, a book by um say the name? It's okay. Here's the thing. Oh no. Did I mess it up? Is it not Dark Matter? What is it called? It's, it's Dark Places. Dark Places. <laughs> Julie, did you know that HBO is adapting <laughs> a book called Dark Places by uh did Jillian I... Flynn? This is all this is not going well. Okay. By Jillian Flynn. By Jillian Flynn. Uh-huh. Did yes, you know I, I did know that. Okay. Tell us about did it. Did you Julie? know that? <laughs> no, but I wanted you, I wanted to bring it up for you. <laughs> Welcome to You, Me, and Cheese, your number one source for cheese on the internet. Today's episode is sponsored by Dark Places, a book by Jill. I already forgot the name. Jillian Flynn. Jillian Flynn, which is being adapted into a series? Series. By HBO. HBO. Uh, they also did Shadow. No, what is it called? Sharp Objects. Sharp Objects. And Julie wanted to talk about it, and I want her to tell the world why she's excited about this. Go ahead, Julie. <laughs> I'm unprepared, first and uh -huh. foremost. Yeah. Um, it's just exciting. I mean, there was not much to it. <laughs> okay. I'm just excited. She's the same author that wrote uh, Gone Girl. So it's Gone Girl, Sharp Objects, and her other book is Dark Places. Um all phenomenal and all have been adapted beautifully sharp objects was a great adaptation gone girl as we all know we know it and we love it so i'm looking forward to dark places i'm sure it will also be great thank you so much adrian you're... for bringing this to everyone's attention okay you're very welcome i'm happy to give up my sponsored buy to um to you julie anytime thank you so much yes. yeah thank you i appreciate that um, okay, well, lovely. Welcome to Yumi and Cheesement, your number one source for Cheesement on the internet. I think I already said that, but hello again, Adrian and Julie here. Julie, Julie, Julie. Julie, how are you? I'm well. How are you? I'm doing uh I'm doing I'm okay. Yeah, you know. Look at you. I mean, Love that I'm not for gonna you. lie and say I'm doing fantastic. I mean, no. You no one would believe today? it. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Okay. Last Saturday, I went on. Um, I went up Runyon. I live at the bottom of Runyon Ooh. Canyon, and I went up Runyon before I had to go to work. And before so, you had to go to work, yes, what? I had to work on Saturday, and I. Okay. So before I went to work, I ha I went up there. I had to go in. It was a Saturday, so I went in specifically for an event, uh, and I had to be there at two. So I went up. You know, it's not like I was up there at the crack of dawn. You know. Okay. Yeah, I definitely thought it was cracking on. It's no, not as no, exciting no, no. anymore. See, yeah. Okay. See, and I don't <laughs> want to lie, so I'm clarifying. Appreciated. Um, so I went up there. I came back, and I had timed it just in time for me to come back, take a shower, get ready, go to work. I come back, mm -hmm. and I come into my room, and the whole my whole room has exploded. The bar in my closet what? that is hanging all of my <gasps> clothes has okay, fallen so to the ground. It didn't actually explode. Well, okay. you know, okay, um, it has fallen to the ground, and I, for one, am annoyed. <laughs> yeah, no, that's annoying. Yeah. Anyways, I don't. You like, okay? I'm okay. Are my clothes yeah. okay? You survived that? I well, 
uh physically yes emotionally i'm still thinking about it um i'm sure you're strong i'm sure you'll get through this yeah our thoughts and prayers are with you during this difficult time well listen i i immediately text not immediately but i i sent the guy the landlord a text within the hour and i said hi this is the problem i need this fixed and mm-hmm. um he said this week or you know somebody will oh, handle it this yeah, week yeah. haven't heard anything yet um <laughs> and the week is not over he would say the week is not over but the week is almost over and so yeah. listen i just want to go on the record and say i do not like these people nobody should live in this building nobody should live in a building that is owned by these people oh my gosh um no okay. they're horrible Tell me more. they're horrible <gasps> I, okay so it's a brother and a sister and i yell when we first moved in i yelled at this woman on the phone and she's like, well, I could just okay, elaborate quickly before you okay. got canceled. <laughs> okay. Well, listen, no, no, no. Sorry. Okay. I'm sure we'll be on your side, but we should know the full story. Okay. Yes. We, we were moving in at the beginning of August. Okay. August Ooh. 1st. August 1st was like a Monday or something. And so yeah. we had set a plan to say, can we start bringing in our things the weekend before? Mm. And uh, July, I don't know how many days are in July. I don't know. 30. So July 29th and 30th, whatever. Let's not embarrass ourselves by not knowing things. Yeah. I had all, I had ordered a mattress. I had expedited the shipping. Uh, I had, you know, we had made plans. Jaime and I had made plans to move out of the apartment that we were in. And we show up and this place is not done because they were remodeling it. It was nowhere being done. There was holes in the closet. The hymas sink wasn't ready. Uh, Kanisha was moving in with us as well. Like mm-hmm. there was a lot of work that needed to be done. And we were supposed to move in on the 1st of August, but we were already told that we could start moving in. And so I said, what the fuck is wrong with you? I don't remember exactly mm-hmm. what I said, but I was very upset with her. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And... She's like, well, well, I can rip up the contract if you want me to. Oh, that pissed me off so much. (laughs) Anyways, thanks to Jaime's. Okay, but what what do you, oh, and then what happened? Well, hold on. Okay. So we couldn't move in. We couldn't move in. Right. But we had already said that we were going to take all of our shit out of the apartment that we were at. Mm, mm. The only room that was done was my room. So we mm. we shoved all of the things that we owned into my room, and then we stayed at uh, Jaime's husband husband's apartment. Well, this is before they were husbands. Mm-hmm. Uh, we stayed at uh, at Ken's place for a couple day for a couple nights. I think maybe two nights, and then Kanisha and I finally came and like we slept in the living room for a while. Um, uh-huh. It took them a while to like to. We didn't have we didn't have a stove. There wasn't a stove in the apartment. Did they per, what's it called? Did they discount your rent during this time? No. Why not? I'm not. We're not going to get into this right now. Okay. Okay. They're horrible people. Okay. They're horrible, nasty, okay. disgusting, rude people. And that's okay. But but what what I meant about what happened is what how did you get out of i'll rip out 
I'll rip up your contract. How did that stop from being a threat? And then it didn't happen. <laughs> I, t I told her that is not why I'm calling. I don't want to rip up the oh. contract. I'm moving into this apartment. What I want yeah. is for it to be done like the way it was promised that it was going to be done. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> I'm going to go into the story next. You know how I got into the 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 yes the, the fender bender yes uh, yes yes somebody rear-ended me. I got a call from Jacob's Insurance. I mentioned that Jacob was the was the guy Jacob. in front of me. Yes, who I didn't hit by the way. Jacob's Insurance called me. They left a voicemail. I couldn't pick up. I called back. I talked to Brenda. Brenda, lovely lady, love her. I love Brenda. I gave her my statement about what happened. And then I rushed over to tennis today. And as I get to tennis, I look at my phone and she's leaving a vo another voicemail on my phone. So I pick it up and she tells me, this is after I gave the statement. She tells me, well, Jacob said that you hit him. <laughs> mm -mm. Jacob. Jacob, what we're not going to do is throw me under the bus. Okay. We were rooting for you, Jacob. We were all rooting for you, Jacob. We were mm. all rooting for you. Okay? Okay. And I and I clearly told Brenda, Brenda, that is not the case at all. Yeah. I did not hit Jacob's car. And so um, I promptly, well, after tennis, I sent her photos of Jacob's car that I took, photos that I took. Mm -hmm. I mistakenly did not take a photo of the front of my car on the scene okay mm. but he did say send me photos of the front of your car i said gladly will do yeah i came home i took the photos um jacob's car has a little damn it, i forgot what Jaime called it when i was telling him the story but it has a little thing that sticks out that you like attach if you're going to move something heavy oh uh -huh, uh -huh. one of those things that thingy mm -hmm. yeah sticking out so if i would have hit his car that would have definitely made a dent in my there's no damage to the front of my car yeah there's no damage. And there's there's wow. there's a scratch on the back of his car, but my car wouldn't have really been able to do that. And there's no there's no evidence that that it caused that mm -hmm. to his car. So I just want to listen, Jacob. I just want to say. Mm -mm. I just want to say. I thought we had a moment. I thought we shared yeah. a moment. I thought we were on the same page. He right. told me he wasn't worried about his car. I didn't hit your car, Jacob. It is the cold stone truth and a cold stone fact that I did not hit your car. And yeah. Jacob, I'm not upset. I'm not upset. Mm. I did notice that only your that your parents' name was on the insurance. I didn't see your name. But I'm not <laughs> upset with you. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, Brenda seemed very lovely. She seemed to think that I was right. Um, mm -hmm. So I'm just gonna say she's probably like Jacob does this all the fucking time. Uh, you know what? I don't want to say that, but she probably knows who Jacob is at this point. Yeah, I'm just saying. I'm oh just my saying. goodness, Jacob! You were so kind about him, and he was episode. he was so nice to me. And then when Brenda and, and so and when I finished my phone call with Brenda who mm -hmm. didn't bring it up during our original call. Right. I was like, oh my God, faith in humanity. It works because Jacob and I had an understanding and he clearly told the truth. But, right. But another lesson learned, mm. never trust a man. 
because he turned around and Say he it. told and he told Brenda, "Oh no, he hit my car." But guess what? Guess what? The truth will always prevail. Mm-hmm. The truth will set you free. And I am as free as as a bird. As a bird, I'm free as, as a, a bird. bird. Uh, I'm He's now like a furtado. I always fly away. <laughs> that is so funny because at work today that song came up uh-huh. because someone was singing it, and and then this guy was like, "Who sings that song? I haven't heard that song in a long time." And we were like, "Nelly Furtado." And he's like, "That's not who I was picturing singing that mm-hmm. song." I was like, "Who picturing? It's Nelly." And she's like, "He's like, no, I don't know who I was picturing, but definitely not Nelly Furtado." Uh-huh. It's a good song. It's a great song. Yeah, Nelly Furtado. Okay. Anyways, that's my story. That I'm sticking. To I loved it. it. Um, Jacob, we're Jacob. we are disappointed. Jacob, come on the pod. <laughs> Jacob. <laughs> Come on the pod. Let's we discuss. We have questions. Yeah. Drew yeah. especially wants to interrogate you. 100%. Why mm. did you lie and how did you lie? That feel, That's like ballsy stuff. Lying to an insurance company? I mean. That's wild. It's very wild. I mean, did I get really close to his car? Yeah. But like I right. hit his car. And yeah, when, yeah, yeah. I, and when the lady behind me hit me, my brake, I have already hit, I was, my foot was already firmly on the brake, by the way. Yeah. And the impact, excuse me, oh my gosh, uh, the impact wasn't so hard that it pushed me into Jake's yeah, yeah, car. Yeah, yeah, um, Anyways, listen, this is all going to get sorted out. Don't you worry. No, no, no. We trust you. And we trust Brenda. And we trust Brenda. Don't let Brenda. us down, Brenda. Don't yeah. let us down, Brenda. Now, my insurance... I don't know. Stephanie? <laughs> Stephanie, I emailed you and I told you when I was available and you never called me. Fucking Stephanie. So I would appreciate a call back, Stephanie. First yeah. of all, Stephanie, when she first emailed me, calls, called me Miss Schmidt. And I said, what? This is not going to come. not even up. close to your last thing. I said, this is not, not me. <laughs> what? And then she said, when are you available today or tomorrow? That was Friday and Saturday. And I'd let her know. And Friday and Saturday came and nothing happened. So, mm. listen, the saga continues. Um, but yeah. we're going to figure it out. We're going to make it happen. We're going to. Be- I believe in you and I believe in Brenda and I believe in the power of doing what's right. Exactly, Julie. Because <laughs> if you tell the truth. Yeah then that's all you have. All we have is the truth. All we have is the truth. And And orgasms. And orgasms. (laughs) And if you tell the truth, you might get an orgasm. And wouldn't you be lucky? I've been telling the truth for a long time. And well. (laughs) Finish that (laughs) sentence, please. I haven't. I don't know. No I, orgasms. No orgasms. No orgasms. That's not. Well, not even I mean, I can make. Are you s- I was gonna. No, say. yeah, I can make my. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes all you need yeah. is a hand and a good time. Who said that? Yeah. No. And listen, if you, if I ate an edible, oh, do you literally out of this world? No, 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 no. Okay. No. Um, bad news bears. I am a fan of an edible. Are you? Yeah. Oh my gosh! Let me tell you something. Be- the body high is 
very intriguing yeah. to me. And um, I did eat one the other day, and it 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 really put me to sleep. Um, but I can typically handle them. Um, yeah. And. Oh. Mm. I see where you're going, mm-hmm. and I've been there, mm-hmm. and I love that for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Remember that one time that um, read my mind <laughs> when you squirted. Oh my god! <laughs> read my mind silently. Oh, oh, okay. I will. The microphone is on, Julie. The mic is on. It's on. What do you want me to do? <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, I was just I was trying to have a moment of something in common. Oh, I see. Okay. I was just trying to let you know that I knew the power. Oh, yeah. I I understood. No, I know you do. (laughs) (laughs) I know you get it. (laughs) Wow, we're manifesting. We're, We're manifesting. We are absolutely manifesting. Yeah, no, there's no secrets here. <laughs> no, not anymore. There's not. Not even if I wanted there to be. <laughs> uh, the audience is probably like, Julie, let's be serious. We've heard the story four times. Yeah. <laughs> You've mentioned it before. Yeah, no, I definitely have. Mm-mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, great. What do well, you, are you what what's going on with you? What? What, <laughs> Julie? What? What? What, Julie? What? Say it. Say it. You've been wanting to What's... say it since you logged on today. Say it. <laughs> What's going on with me? Um, nothing much. Still walking. Okay, good. Still, guys. You know, Candace told me. Uh huh. I don't mean to interrupt, but I did no, have no, a very critical do. question. We okay. are coming up on a storm. What are you gonna what are you gonna do? What's the plan for the walking? Probably cry. I don't know. Oh, okay. Well, there's a gym in my oh, right. apartment building. Yes. So I could just walk downstairs real quick. Mm-hmm. Look, I've been walking in my inside the apartment. I think I'm okay. If I get steps in in the morning, it makes the rest of the day so much easier. Before I do anything, if I wake up first thing and I get some steps in. The rest comes so much easier. I was struggling for a minute. Candace told, I was going to say I read it somewhere, but let's be serious. Candace told me that usually on average, people tend to leave their resolutions on January 17th. She's like, so you made it past that date. So you're good. Like easy, breezy, beautiful cover girl after that. Um, Why does Candace know this? She's so smart. Candace knows all, she knows so much. She's taught me everything I know. Candace, come on the pod. February, be on the lookout, everybody. All these people, we're we're manifesting them into our podcast. Colin Farrell, come on the pod. (laughs) (laughs) So by January 17, a lot of people drop their resolutions. I've made it over that hump. Mm -hmm. I'm feeling really good. Uh, For a solid week, I was feeling, I don't, well, look, you're on your period. Right. You're like, do I want to walk or do I want to lay in bed? Do I want to get some steps in or do I want to jump off a bridge? Like, you know, your period just makes you feel a lot of things. Mm. And uh, all I want to do every time I'm on my period is sleep. I just want to lay around, 
eat junk food and sleep and watch movies. That's all I want to do. And it was so hard for me to pull myself off of the bed and get some steps in on the worst day. The third day is always the worst day. I left Candace a voice memo crying and laughing within the span of five minutes. So we were having we were having a time. But I still got my steps in. 10,000 every single day. Good. Wow. I'm so proud of me. She's a super (laughs) woman. Welcome to our singing episode. (laughs) Um, How about you? How are you doing? I just told you, Julie. I just went through the whole thing about my closet and the car. Okay, but that, (laughs) what is, you see what he does? You see what he does? And we get on here, and then he starts being mean to me. You guys see what he does to me? Okay, wait. Side note, really funny, because it just reminded me of something. This is something I do to my managers, one specifically, where he will tell me something, and I'll be like, oh, so women can't have opinions? And he's like, that's not what I, I feel like that's what you said, so I can't say anything now? And that's just really fun for me. I was having a conversation with a friend the other day. And I pushed back a little bit and they said, and they said, "Mm, see, this is exactly what you do with Julie on the podcast. And Oh my God. I love you. I want to build a statue in your name. And, um, and they were sorely mistaken. (laughs) I don't think they were. I think they were right on the money. I don't think so. Anyways. (laughs) anyways do you like that i'm wearing a hat today i do i was gonna mention it earlier i do like that you're wearing a hat la we do live in la where did where did you get this hat where did you acquire the hat a hat store i don't i don't know i don't know i just don't think of you going into a hat store yeah like you know one of those hat stores at the mall no i know what a hat store is i forget what they're called you see how he treats me like i'm stupid no i just you see how he treats me like I'm dumb. Who are you looking at right now? I, <laughs> Who are you talking to? The audience. Uh-huh. The audience. <laughs> I can't. You see how he treats me like I'm stupid. Um, I'm having a bad hair day, so I had to put on a hat. Okay. And I also wore a hat to tennis. And so. um, Love that. How's tennis going? Tennis is going well. Today was a okay. little rough, but it's because Brenda called me about Jacob right as I was going to start with Brenda. tennis, so it threw me off. Right. Um. Yeah, tennis is going really well. Love it. I love. I love tennis. Okay. Yeah. I so. love that for you. Coach Are you Brian, still getting coached? Okay. Yeah, Coach Brian just had a birthday last week. Uh, Happy well, birthday, Coach Brian! This, it was two weeks ago. Happy birthday, Coach Brian! Um. Yeah. So it's really lovely. I I have a I have a great time, and I feel like I'm learning new skills. And you know what I do now? I follow accounts on Instagram that do tennis, <gasps> and I'm like, oh, okay, pa, pa, pa. yeah, okay, yeah, I love Anyways. that. Um, really quick before we move on, I can sense us moving into the topic of the day, but I need to breaking news that uh, I had forgotten about until this very moment. Go ahead. I. Everyone buckle up. Everyone hold on to your chonies. Uh-huh. I did something the other day. Uh-huh. 
I watched an episode of The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. O-M-G. A episode yeah. or the first episode? The very first episode. Okay. Lay it on yeah. me. Okay. Are you going to watch episode two? I haven't even been able to look at myself in the mirror after what I saw. <laughs> oh, so you met Mary. <laughs> okay. And Jen Shaw. You guys. And have you ever have you ever smelled like a hospital before? Okay, you guys, <laughs> let's get into it. Let's uh-huh. get into it. I cannot get over the fact that in this if you haven't seen the show, get a load of this. Uh-huh. I cannot I couldn't I couldn't believe what I was watching as it was unfolding uh-huh. that the big conflict this episode <laughs> is the fact that one of the bitches told the other bitch you smell like a hospital wait for it wait for it <laughs> after she came from the hospital <laughs> she was coming from she came she was in a hospital she came here the lady said you smell like a hospital this bitch said that is the most insulting thing you've ever said how the fuck dare you my aunt got her leg amputated and the bitch is like and that's why you smell like a hospital <laughs> i just this is the conflict i i couldn't i can't wrap my head around it and i'm like no, no, this is reaching levels of silly that I wasn't prepared for. Like I was ready for like genuine. Okay, maybe like an actual conflict. You smell like a hospital, but you came from a hospital. Yeah, I had one of the great things about watching Housewives is how silly it can be, and oh, how. No how funny and how over the top it is and it's insane it's so it's but it's but it's really good so okay so are you gonna watch episode two i don't know friend yes I don't know. okay here's oh. the thing i understand i understand that the hospital thing is silly but it you have to think we're, we got to think about the big picture here you have to get over the hospital thing so that we can get to the larger to the larger goal here which is yeah real juicy television please please you have to get through season one you have to okay then it it will really pay off i promise i promise you julie okay 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 just but you have you also have to just embrace the the fact that these women are over-the-top characters that do exist Okay. Yes. So yeah. 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 Are, these are how they. This is how they really yeah. are. Um. But you have to. You have to just lean into it. You have to lean into it. I'm. I'm gonna try. Okay. I'm gonna try to watch a little bit more. Okay. Um, you know what? On our Patreon, we should. We should <laughs> review every episode. We should. We should review every episode. Maybe we should make sp- special bonus episodes of the podcast where yeah. we review a season of a Real Housewife show. Oh, not every episode. Okay, a season. Every single episode from the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's see how the how it does. Okay, l- l- let's set it at at the first episode. Or no, sorry, at the first season. Watch the first season, and okay. we'll recap the first season. And I'm gonna okay. bring. I'm gonna bring on special guests. Um, okay. okay okay and then yeah 
We'll do an entire episode based on season one, Real Housewives, Salt Lake City. Yes. Okay. Okay. Behind a paywall. <laughs> so that people can pay for it. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Maybe. Who knows? We'll think about it. We're going to think about it. We are always accepting Venmo. So if you <laughs> yeah, just want to send some over. You can find me yeah. at Venmo at DJ Adriatic. Just want to let yeah. you know. Yeah, just send us the money and we will send special podcast episodes directly to you if you want. Maybe somebody wants to buy me a breakfast burrito and I'm not going to stop them. I would never stop them. Okay, I'm just saying. Um, Julie, I do have thoughts of the week. Okay. Okay. It is a shorter week. It's a shorter week for us here, but um, I do have some thoughts. uh, If you if you don't mind indulging me. It's no, I love it. Adrian's Thought Corner. Okay. Continuing to photo to I'm gonna keep doing it until somebody says that was really good. Do that one. So okay. We're still waiting. Okay. This week on uh Adrian's Thought Corner, you know, Megan Mullally really had it right. Fuck Deborah Messing. Speak on it, say it loud and say it proud. I felt the same way. Fuck Deborah Messing. I mean, yes. what is this woman doing? Yeah. I don't get it. Fuck her. Yeah. Mm. Um, oh, yeah. I've never gotten a bigger ick in my entire life. And you know what? I fucking agree. Oh, I swear to God. I haven't watched Will and Grace since, but if she, if I can't watch it anymore, yeah. I'm going to be so pissed off. Yeah, I agree. Ugh. Mm. Google why. <laughs> um. Anyways, she's a genocidal maniac, but whatever. Okay. Yeah. One time in college, <laughs> I have this thought regularly. One time in college, okay. a friend told me that another friend didn't like how many exclamation marks I use. And now I regularly get self-conscious of the usage of exclamation marks that I use. <laughs> oh my God. This happened over 10 years ago and I still think about it to this day. That is such a interesting thing to notice about somebody. I think, I think that certain people interpret exclamation marks as being, I don't know if fake is the right word, but being overly excited about something. I, you know, I, I'm, I'm guilty of using a lot of exclamation marks. I, I like to emote as much emotion as possible as I can in a, in a text message. And a lot of the time, the conversations that I'm having are either excited or they are, um, you know, maybe there's an, there's an exclamation that I want to yeah, yeah, yeah. that I want to add, uh, but I don't want to bold it, you know, because you what? <laughs> and so, um, <laughs> I, totally. I I I sometimes will read a text message or an email because I use them at work a lot, um, uh-huh. and I will be like, mm, don't need exclamation marks there, and I'll and I'll either rewrite it or or just take them out. Anyways, right? Those that is one of my quirks. Quirks. Um, this is not original thought of mine, but this is a thought that somebody had and I want to read it. Okay. Um, Chloe Sevigny recently did an interview and they asked her mm-hmm. a- about the state of New York City. And she said this, quote, mm-hmm. the athleisure 
and the dogs are taking over. And that's really unfortunate. Everybody's in Lululemon and has a fucking dog. It's driving me crazy. I'm sorry, dog lovers. There are too many of you. And I frankly could not agree with anything more. And I don't yeah. even live in New York. But let me tell you about Los Angeles. Yeah. <laughs> it's the same thing over here. Um, I, you know, I regularly go on my walks to Runyon Canyon because it's a really good workout and it's a, uh, it's a level up from my neighborhood walk because it's more mm -hmm. challenging. And so I'm trying to do that more. There are signs when you walk, I think I've talked about this before. There are signs when you're walking into Runyon Canyon that this is a, a put your dog on a leash zone. Not yeah. only for the safety of other patrons of the Canyon walk, but mm -hmm. the dogs themselves, because we're in wildlife area and something about some kind of fox could come out. I don't yeah, know. yeah. The amount of people who yeah. do not have their dog on a leash. Yeah. What is, what's the, what's the problem? Also, yeah. I want to point out that a lot of these dogs are, are small dogs. The hike up is intense. Yeah. It is I I walk for a good from from my apartment a good 38 minutes completely uphill. <laughs> it, it the dogs are tired. Yeah, that's rough. Why is your dog why are you making your dog hike up this hill? Yeah. Also, tell your dog that I don't want to pet it. Okay? Don't have the dog come up to me. Yeah. Also, move the dog out of the way. People are yeah, that's, walking. That's a great point. Uh, you know, it, Sophia has her dog. And when I go over on the weekends, you know, we take the dog on walks so I can get my steps in. And Sophia, I, I'm teaching her that not everybody likes a dog. Not everyone wants to pet a dog. Not Some everyone wants to be to bombarded. Dogs. Yeah, not a, she's hypoallergenic. But not every dog wants to, not every person wants to be, they, they, don't have to like a dog. So I'm teaching her that when we see people and they're about to get near us to hold the leash closer to her so that Bella doesn't, you know, it's a dog. It doesn't know any better. It's excitedly going to a human. Um, so yeah, I'm teaching her to hold it. But it's a thing that I thought because I know you and I'm like, yeah, not everyone likes a dog. And that's okay. And you shouldn't impose your dog onto other people when you don't know. Yeah, yesterday I didn't go up Runyon, but I did do a neighborhood walk and there was a man who was taking his dog out for a walk and the dog saw me and wanted to only go to me. And I, I happened to be on the phone at the time, um, but I, I, I clearly moved out of the way. Yeah, I didn't want to interact with the dog. Now the yeah. man was cute. So if I would have interacted with him, would he have fucked me? Probably not, but maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Maybe, but um, I didn't want to pet the dog. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and those are my thoughts for the week. I love that. Come back next week where I will possibly have more thoughts and a new version of the theme song. Wonderful. Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you, Adrian. Oh, no, thank you, Julie, for being so courteous as you raise your dog. <laughs> Thanks. Yes. Okay. Uh well, listen. This when this episode airs, the Grammys will have already aired. We will already know who won the Grammys. Yeah. We're going to make Grammy predictions. 
So right. as you listen to this, as you're listening to this, you will be able to say, <laughs> wow, they were so wrong. Um, <laughs> so we're gonna do we're gonna do some uh Grammy predictions for the for some of the top categories here. So um let's start, shall we? Let's yeah. Okay, first up, we're gonna do best new artists. Here are the nominees. Coco Jones, Gracie Abrams, Fred again, Ice Spice, Jelly Roll, Noah Khan, Victoria Monet, and The War and Treaty. Julie, your prediction. And if you want to say, if your prediction is also from who you feel passionately about, you yeah. feel free to share. Uh, this is a stacked category. It is heavy. With I have a question. Do you know who Jelly Roll is? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't. Maybe I should. Oh, Sorry. he's good. He's good. Okay. He's good and he's like solid human being. Oh. Yeah. What kind of music does he sing? Country song, singer, songwriter. Oh, does he have face tattoos? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I know who that is. Jelly Roll. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, yes. I love him. Yeah. <laughs> no, you may be thinking of Teddy Swims. There's oh. two. Oh, I do know who Teddy Swims is. Yeah. Okay. Jelly Roll looks similar, but different. Oh, okay. But similar. Okay. They could be brothers. Okay. Okay. Um, I, this stack cast, a lot of people deserve it. I think Noah Khan's going to take it. Oh, interesting. Okay. I know who you think is going to take it. Who? <laughs> Victoria Monet. And yeah. that's that could look, she has a variety cover. Uh-huh. It could be happening. Mm-hmm. I I love Noah Khan. I think he has kind of uh, swept over the music industry very quickly. Mm-hmm. I think his last album was everywhere. You can't miss it. It's going international now, number one internationally for the first time. Uh-huh. I also love the War and Treaty. I was just gonna say the Warren Treaty has been around for a long time. A long so time. I could see, you know, relationship building that's happened over the years. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that they I, will, but no. Yeah. No, but but I I mean again, a sad cast, I think so many of them deserve it. Yeah, I also really love Coco Jones. Um, but I do think that Victoria Monet is going to win. Okay. Um, okay, best pop vocal album. The nominees okay. are Ed Sheeran for Subtract, Kelly Clarkson for Chemistry, Miley Cyrus for Endless Summer Vacation, Olivia Rodrigo for Guts, and Taylor Swift for Midnights. Do you have a thought, Julie? I think that this is what I think. I think anything Taylor Swift is nominated for, she's probably going to take. And I don't think that's what's deserved or necessary or needed. But I do think um, it's going to be tough to beat her. I'll be shocked if she doesn't win most of her categories. I agree. Um, Olivia Rodrigo and Taylor Swift are both nominated for Album of the Year. So I think it's between the two of them. I mean, I'm going to vote for Olivia. But but if we're talking pop vocal, oh well, sweetie, Kelly Clarkson one should per- win. Yeah, there's one person that deserves it, and it's a shame that she won't win it. Agreed, agreed. Yeah. 
Agreed. Yeah. Oh. 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 Um. Okay, let's see here. Best R&B performance. Okay. Chris Brown for Summer Too Hot. Coco Jones for ICU. Robert Glasper featuring Sir and Alex Isley for Back to Love. SZA, Kill Bill. And Victoria Monet, How Does It Make You Feel? Julie? I think SZA will take it. I think SZA will take it too, but I could see a... Uh, I mean, Victoria Monet, I'm going to pull for Victoria um, anytime. Look, I know this is meant to be an award show that is voted on. I know that that's what it's meant to be. But I don't know, man. That variety cover of Victoria Monet has me feeling like she's either going to sweep or she's going to win something. Yeah, she's definitely going to win something. For sure. Yeah. For sure, for sure, for sure. Um, but SZA is her is her stiffest competition. Yeah. Okay, let's do best alternative music performance. Okay. Uh, always for Belinda says, Arctic Monkeys for Body Paint, Boy Genius, Cool About It, Lana Del Rey, A&W, Paramore, This Is Why. I think, I think, I think that Lana Del Rey may take it only because she's also been nominated for, uh, the, the bigger categories, but I think Paramore deserves it, hands down. Yeah. Paramore deserves it. Um, I I have no thoughts about anybody else in this category. Wait, so you you don't listen to you've never listened to Arctic Monkeys? No. You've never listened to Boy Genius? No. Okay, what is your opinion on Boy Genius? Let's not get into it. No, let's get into it. A quick. Let's not get into it because I I don't have I don't have it. Uh, what's it called? Fully thought out yet. Okay, but, but you I, don't listen to them. I don't listen to them. I I struggle with Phoebe Bridgers as a oh. human. Oh. Yeah. Because she dated who? The, there's just something about her. Well, it's the Didn't whole. Did she date somebody controversial? Um. Well, she's friends with. Uh, the racist, um, the man, that, the man Taylor Swift dated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, she's friends with them, mm. and so that's part of it. And I think she's like a cheater. She she does. She was with Paul Mescal, then she cheated on him, and now she's with what's his name? I don't know, Zach Braff. No, oh, no, no, oh. no, no. Uh, Bo Derek, Bo, not Derek, Bo Burnham, Bo Burnham. Oh yes, and she cheated on Paul with with Bo. It's just I don't know. You know, I just struggle with the separate the art know. from the artist. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah, I can't do it. Okay, a best pop solo performance: Billie Eilish, "What Was I Made For" from the motion picture Barbie; Doja Cat, "Paint the Town Red"; Miley Cyrus, "Flowers"; Olivia Rodrigo, "Vampire"; Taylor Swift, "Antihero." I would not be able to tell you what anti-hero sounds like. Oh, really? It's me? Oh, that song? The pro yeah. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> um, 
my vote here is for Billie Eilish. I think that she has some potential to win with this song. What's the category? Best pop solo performance. Yeah, I think Billie Eilish would take it. I I would wish I would want Miley Cyrus to win. Mm. Yeah. Okay. What about best pop duo group performance? Uh, Labyrinth featuring Billie Eilish, Never Felt So Alone. Lana Del Rey featuring John Baptiste, Candy Necklace. Miley Cyrus featuring Brandi Carlisle, Thousand Miles. SZA featuring Phoebe Bridgers, Ghost in the Machine. And Taylor Swift featuring Ice Spice for Karma. Yeah, like I feel like Taylor's going to win that. I feel like Taylor's going to win that too. I would give it to Lana Del Rey featuring John Baptiste. I, oh, I'm going to get into it when we get up to the bigger categories. Uh, For the record, I think Labyrinth should win. I do think that Labyrinth deserves something, anything, give him something because he's such a talented artist. I agree. Song of the year. So this is uh, having to do with the writing of the song. Billie Eilish, What Was I Made For from the motion picture Barbie. Dua Lipa, Dance the Night Away, or Dance the Night from the from Barbie the album. Why would they make it two different? Okay, whatever. John Baptiste, Butterfly. Lana Del Rey, A&W. Miley Cyrus, Flowers. Olivia Rodrigo, Vampire. SZA, Kill Bill. And Taylor Swift, Antihero. I personally think that SZA will win this category. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. Um, I would also love to see Billie Eilish win this category. I don't want Taylor Swift to win this category. I don't know, friend. They really, really love to praise her songwriting. Record of the year. Yeah. This is the production of the of the of the song. Uh Billie Eilish, what was I made for? Boy Genius, Not Strong Enough, John Baptiste, Worship, Miley Cyrus, Flowers, Olivia Rodrigo, Vampire, SZA, Kill Bill, Taylor Swift, Antihero, and Victoria Monet, On My Mama. What do you think? Billie Eilish. Billie Eilish. I think Billie Eilish could absolutely... Yeah. Uh, yes, I agree. Uh, I think uh, Kill Bill by SZA could also... Those are the top two that I think will win. Yeah. And then finally, album of the year. Uh, the nominees are Boy Genius, The Record, Janelle Monet, The Age of Pleasure, John Baptiste, World Music Radio, Lana Del Rey, Did You Know That There's a Tunnel Under Ocean Boulevard, Miley Cyrus, Endless Summer Vacation, <laughs> Olivia Rodrigo, Guts, SZA, SOS, and Taylor Swift, Midnight's. Now, if Taylor Swift wins Album of the Year, she will have the most Album of the Year wins than any other artist wow. in history. I, I'm pretty yeah. sure it'll be four. Julie, your thoughts? I think she's going to win it. Mm. My vote is for SZA, SOS. I think that album has had... a. I think the album deserves to be recognized in this way. Yeah. I would love to see literally anyone else take it. You know, there's an interesting conversation that I have had uh, with a friend and in my own mind about what 
history will tell us about this time. And okay. and I I want to make something very clear. Okay. Oh no. I think that I think I, I don't want to take anything away from Taylor Swift. I think that she is a superstar. I think that um I I I, I think that she's a powerhouse, and I think that for the most part she uses her the, the power that she has in the industry for good. Um but I do want to have a, I, I, and I don't want to actually have a conversation about this. I just want to put this out there because somebody much smarter than me needs to look into this. But I think that there is something to be said about the, uh, ooh, a tough word to to pronounce. The media, okay. media, media, mediocrity, we, mediocrity, mediocrity that we experience in the world right now from politicians, um. Somebody had, was just talking about how tech companies aren't doing anything innovative anymore. Um, yeah. That, you know, so many people, how, how is it that so many people have, have fallen in love with Donald Trump when this man is anything but in, exceptional? Yeah. And so is there a conversation about why so many people are so fascinated and in love with Taylor Swift when to me, my opinion is that her art and her performance is very average. There's mm -hmm. nothing I think to me spectacular about what she does. Her ability to sing I think that she can sing, but I think that she's a sing talker, and I don't think that she's anywhere exceptionally gifted as a singer. I think she knows that, right? Um, yeah, for sure, she doesn't dance, right? Um, Not well, at least. What, who said that? Uh, you, you did. No. Um, yeah, we no. can roll the, roll the tape. <laughs> um, she, you know, I think what most people would would say is her greatest gift is her songwriting. Mm. Mm. I don't I, 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 I don't what you know what are the lyrics that are changing the world I don't know and so okay. and so I, I think that maybe there's a conversation to be had about um about whiteness about mediocrity and about how we've gotten here as a society to a point where things are kind of falling apart and the people in which we look up to and that we praise are average. And I also was thinking in how and the other and we had the conversation about Coachella the other day or last week and I and I had this thought after we were record we we recorded and I was like why are those three people the headliners? And then I thought to myself what has happened to the music superstar? There are two in my personal opinion, maybe three. Yeah. There's Beyonce, there's Taylor Swift. I think that you could probably include a couple other people, maybe an Ariana Grande. I think okay. you could, you know, Billie Eilish, maybe SZA. But even when you get below Taylor Swift and Beyonce, where are the music superstars? Yeah. I do believe that streaming has something to do with it. Music is so incredibly accessible now and they're yeah. shoving different artists and all these types of things down our throats that the 
spectrum of who you can listen to is so much wider than it ever used to be. And so just like we've lost the movie star, I think that we've also lost the musical star and we've lost the pop star. And so, and so it begs the question, who does Coachella put up as a headliner? We don't have stars anymore. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, those are just thoughts that I've been having. I agree. And I think, you know, I've thought about this too, the fact that we don't have pop stars anymore. And the fact that, you know, we are, we, we do seem to um, settle for the bare minimum out of a lot of our, our things. And well, the industry in general, I think prioritizes quantity over quality when it comes to music industry. That's why they have people release single after single, after single, after single. And they're not worried about the entire product anymore, which is the album. Um, And I honestly think that the reason why we settle so much, and I've given this a lot of thought, is because I think that collectively we as a society, our self-esteem is in the gutter. As Mm -hmm. people, I think we stay two years indoors. I think we don't know how to communicate with each other anymore. We don't know how to socialize. We don't know how to exist in the outside world. And so when we look at stars or people that we want to relate to, they cannot be too high and mighty that's why people that's why people get on the beyonce hate train they can't relate to her they don't find a way to relate to her because she is not like you and me and she makes that very clear and if she doesn't make it clear her talent makes it clear for her and her vision makes it clear for her so that's why a lot of people struggle with artists like beyonce because she's not gonna um shrink herself down to cater to what you want to be relatable and artists like taylor swift built a platform on beat i'm just like you my heartbreak is just like yours i come from a small town i was poor too but she wasn't she was never poor her parents were rich the entire time but you know what you know what i mean she's built a platform out of being relatable and i think artists like ariana grande and stuff like that i think at some point it does get away from them because they're rich and they're famous and we know better but there was a point where everyone looked at Ariana Grande and said, that's a relatable person. I totally get her. She doesn't dance well. I love mm-hmm. that. But she sings like a freaking angel sent from heaven, but she her dancing sucks. That shit is relatable. Mm-hmm. My dancing sucks. I couldn't get up on that stage and dance the way Ariana does and mm-hmm. look half as good as she does. Mm-hmm. And so that I think it has to do with the way that we look at ourselves. And I think that we as a society have a self-esteem that is in the gutter right now. I couldn't agree more. And now we've said it. And now we have said it, Julie. That's a housewives thing. Oh. Um, I, I think the internet has a big thing to do with it. I think social media has a big thing to do with it. I mean, you, you know, I love the Kardashians, but also the Kardashians are the, you could say they're the most famous women in the world, right? But what did they do? Now, yeah. have they taken advantage of the of the position that they're in and created an empire? Absolutely. And I think that's and I think that's very impressive. But again, here are these women who were living in their regular home. I mean, they were rich, but it wasn't they weren't mm-hmm. filthy rich mm-hmm. when they first started. And then just became famous from living their lives. Um, well, you know. Well, sure, yes, the, the, sex the sex tape, but and you know, and I mean, but everybody makes sex sex tapes now. Like you, you buy people sex tapes now. Uh, it's yeah. so easy to do on your phone, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so it is. 
our yes, our self-esteem, what we expect of ourselves is so low. The mm -hmm. bar is set so low. So the people that we look up to are not impressive. And that's mm -hmm. where I have a tr that's where I have trouble understanding mm -hmm. the phenomenon that is Taylor Swift. Right. Because I don't get it. And I don't want to take anything away from this young girl. Mm -hmm. We're only a couple months apart. We're born in the same year. Okay. But, you know, like, I just don't. I, the other thing I want to say, Taylor Swift also doesn't make music for me. I have to understand that. Sure. We should understand that. Taylor Swift doesn't make music for me. I'm not going to connect to whatever it is that she's singing. About. By, by for me, what do you mean? As in, I don't. I don't, I don't, I don't connect with her stories about, you know, sitting on the bleachers and blah, 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 blah. I don't connect with the stories about, I don't, you know, I don't even listen to her song, so I can't, I can't, I can't tell you what it is about, but I, I just, her, her, everything about Taylor Swift isn't targeted for a consumer like me. It's right. just not. Yeah. And so, and it is targeted for a lot of other people which is wonderful but yeah. i i just don't get it and i have a very difficult time trying to understand i mean i do get it i understand why but i have a difficult time understanding why people are so incredibly enthralled when to me the product is just average it's the same iphone we get every year yeah for the record swifties i i do get it um i don't when you erase that mean comment you're gonna write and i just <laughs> aim it at one half of us because i do get it i okay with reality i do get it i get her appeal i do think she's a talented songwriter i enjoy her music i i do think that the world takes it a little bit too far but i don't think that's a taylor swift problem i think the world just takes things too far you know this nikki and Nicki Minaj and Megan the Stallion beef is funny until y'all take it too far and now the cemetery has to put out alerts to the police department because now people know where Megan the Stallion's mom is buried you know what I mean like I think people in general just take it too far and this isn't a Taylor problem this is a people problem that unfortunately splashes all over Taylor um I do understand her appeal I do think she's a mediocre pop star because we're going to be honest with everyone and it's okay. She can be me mediocre. She's still a multimillionaire. She's still up on that stage offbeat dancing. Like she, like her life depends on it and singing like has her singing gotten better. I want to go on record and say that I know for a fact it has when she first started struck. We were on the struggle bus together. Now, it's clear clear that she's taken voice lessons and uh, that she has gotten better. I do think she's talented. I don't think she deserves this godlike admiration from everybody. I think um, she does a lot of things that disappoint me as an artist, as a person, as a human. 
and she reminds us consistently that she is just another white woman doing white woman stuff and that's also okay you know that's fine yeah listen i don't think that taylor swift had this grand plan to become this in you know no. crazy superstar this is what's happened to her and yeah. she's taking it and she's using it and i do and i think a lot of people do treat her unfairly i understand that and yeah. um you know and I, I i can appreciate the art that she makes it not being for me mm -hmm. nor it being of a caliber that i think a pop star of her level should be making um i do want to say that i i can't promise when this will happen but i do plan to watch the era's movie tour film um, okay because as a cultural critic I want to be well-versed in what I'm talking about. And I want to okay. be able to say, right, you know, confidently why I don't appreciate her art. So um, I just want to make that very clear. Okay, I will watch it at some point and, and I'll have to pay for it. So, okay. Can we have a timeline of that? I'm going to say, um, mm, before the end of march oh my god bitch i thought you were gonna... before the end of the year i was gonna no, say before if you don't calm the fuck down okay before the end of march great yeah only because i'm you know, i'm it's a it's a busy time um and so Look, before the end of you march you do not have to make excuses we know that it takes you five years to watch one thing okay. it's fine We've and learned. i also don't know if i'll be able to watch the whole thing in one sitting so i just want to you know right yeah okay it could okay. be next week i don't know okay that's okay i'm just saying anyways okay lovely thank you julie for indulging me thank you uh it's time for america's favorite segment on any podcast you want to know what ask your neighbor and this is what they'll say it's time for the pop culture pop up <laughs> first up on the pop culture pop up julie um jake gyllenhaal <laughs> tell us what happened jakey jake um before we get started i do want to make a, a public service announcement and say that a long time ago prior to this news coming out i was no longer the president of the jake gyllenhaal fan club uh, this has been a long time coming if you needed to reach me i am currently at the colin farrell fan club where I will be until he fucks up. But I, w me and Jake haven't seen eye to eye for quite some time. It's ever since he stopped pursuing that Oscar and he said, I want to be the next action star. I said, bestie, I'm going to jump off this boat. Cool. Oh, Jake and Jake. Okay, here's the thing. We all are going to hear this news. And the first thing that will come to our minds is that I believe that happened. <laughs> And that's okay. And that's okay because he, he's a white man and we knew it we knew it was going to be bad eventually. An indie movie called Suddenly fell apart after Jake Gyllenhaal showed erratic behavior. Some of the erratic behavior included constant script rewrite demands, doing his rehearsals in a pippily pew like accent saying set builders should sleep in their cars to prevent COVID spread. And my personal favorite, 
strip stripping to his underwear and diving into the freezing ocean saying and this is a direct quote when i see the ocean i swim in the ocean <laughs> even the ocean one does not i think beat the pippy lip accent <laughs> i just don't jake that man is weird um that man is chaos on a budget <laughs> or on no budget he's chaos on no budget yeah i how do you know huh i was gonna say i don't even know you that's how do you defend something like that erratic well you don't first of all i think that he is a product of his upbringing i think he's a product of his surroundings and I think that he was told he was the greatest living thing on this earth. And then he yeah. found out that he wasn't. And when you have somebody with that much of an ego and that much of a narcissistic tendency, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what you're going to get is an actual real life in the flesh psychopath. Yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal you are a psychopath. Yeah. Um, and there, I now we've said it. <laughs> I, I'm not going to go on record and say that he's a psychopath. Oh, <laughs> because okay. uh, The Pepe Le Pew, the if I see the ocean, I swim in the ocean. Yeah. What is, I mean, what what happens when he sees the ocean from a plane? <laughs> he jumps out of the exit door. Right. Um, I, yeah. Here's the thing. I think. I think. I think. I think he's in a little bit of a crisis internally because I. Oh, he wanted that Oscar so bad, and I think he's gone off the rails. I think it's a little bit of that. I think it's a little bit of he's gone off the rails and I think it's a little bit of privilege. I wouldn't be surprised if he was acting this way because maybe he was looking at the script. He's like, this isn't actually something I want to do. How crazy can I get? Let me get out of this thing. A, a mixture of all of that could be a possibility. I think we've all, we all have sensed that Jakey Jake is chaos. Chaos walking. We all knew it. Uh, Ane specifically replied to our Instagram stories. Okay, Ane, either tell me the stories you know or stop <laughs> telling me without telling me. You can't do both. No, I'm just kidding. I mean, look, we all know. Even me as of even when at my die hardest Jake John Hall fan, did I know that there was there was always there was always an opportunity to be on alert. Because anything and any news could come out at any moment about this man. Um, I know. I've heard all of the rumor. Every single rumor you can think of, I've heard about this man. And it's all been negative. And um, it was only a matter of time. And look, you when you get one, when you get one that made it through the headlines and starts trending, we're bound to hear more. Would you still have sex with him? Yes. I mean, okay. don't ask stupid questions. Okay, I'm just wondering. I I'm let sure him we're both on the same page. The Pepe Le Pew accent. Okay. <laughs> that would be fun. 
it'd be something. Jake, come on the pod. Would love to have <laughs> come on you. The pod. Would yes. love to have you. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, in high school, they always made us watch. I was the one particular teacher that always made us watch October Sky. That yeah, that is a movie in the schools. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, they love that shit. They really do. Yeah. Uh, next up on the pop culture pop up, Justin Timberlake keeps teasing an InSync reunion, and Julie has thoughts. Julie, either give it to us or shut the fuck up. <laughs> you can't. You know what? He, uh, this is the unfortunate thing is that he has realized that this is a thing that will get him back in people's good graces, and so now he uses it as a topic of conversation so that people can forget when he's trash and remember the nostalgia of it all. And let me tell you something that works and I'm quite tired of it because I'm not just saying it works to the public. It works on all of us because we're all fans of it. Look, I am a Justin Timberlake, number one hater, but at my core forever and always an NSYNC diehard, diehard fan forever. And until I die, I will be waiting on bated breath for that fucking music. Um, I think this is ridiculous. To continue to tease it, either give it to us or shut the fuck up. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Justin, stop trying to make PR for yourself. Okay. Your song didn't do well. Put out another one. Yeah. Ugh. Justin, come on the pod. <laughs> <laughs> Would you let him come on the pod? Yes, I would let him. Bitch, I'd let him come on the pod and pretend I was his number one fucking fan. <laughs> oh, okay. You and Jake Gyllenhaal, two peas in a pod, psychos. <laughs> uh huh. That... I'm not stupid. Uh huh. As I roll the tape, roll the tape, Angie. <laughs> <laughs> I hate Justin Timberlake. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. No one is safe here. No. Me. But I do upload the episode so I can take whatever I want in or out. Right, right, right. I guess I do have all the power. You do have all the power. Mm. Mm. Uh, Finally on the pop culture pop-up, the Super Bowl is next week. And uh, Taylor Swift is going to Super Bowl. (laughs) We're going to talk about Super Bowl, but we're not going to talk about sports. Uh, (laughs) Taylor Swift is going to the Super Bowl after she comes back from Tokyo. And I'm going to go on the record and I'm going to say this. Okay. I think that we may be watching one of the best Super I agree. Bowl halftime shows we have ever seen. I agree. Buckle up. I my panties are wet. I'm so excited. Same. Same. <laughs> I have never been. I mean, listen, Usher, first of all, one of my first boyfriends. Oh, yes. Usher. One of the best R&B performers I have ever encountered in my entire life. Yes. Yeah. Confessions, part two, the best R&B song, the Rolling Stone thinks so. Adrian might also think so. Yeah. I, I think that he... I think that he has been preparing his whole life for this. I think yes. that because the money is here, he can do a lot. And I am very excited to see what Usher can do when people put the mm-hmm. resources into an artist that deserves it. Yes. 
Um, I think that he should. I think that he should, if he wants to, bring out performers. But I think it should be the Usher show, and it should be people who are on his songs that are performing with him. No, yes. multiple acts in one show, and so yes. I'm very excited about what Apple, who produces the halftime show, can do with somebody like Usher, who can not only sing, but he can mm. dance mm. and he can do it without a shirt and let mm. make it look like it is mm. a stroll in the park. Mm. Mm, 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 mm. I love him. Remember that performance of, oh, what naughty girl? Maybe? No, it's an Usher song superstar mm, i don't know but where beyonce is dancing with them uh-huh i didn't they do they did a song yeah uh-huh. i think they've done um but in this performance she doesn't sing he sings his song and she dances bad on stage girl? with him bad girl bad girl yeah. i, I have... need a bad girl oh i'm gonna listen to that album tonight mm. i have so many dreams about that song and that uh-huh. performance specifically uh-huh. Can you imagine a world where that is recreated on a Super Bowl halftime show? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I imagine it con- constantly. Yeah. And if anyone is going to get Beyonce back on that stage, it's going to be Usher. Yeah. I so, don't think that she will, though. I don't think, I she-, don't think she will either, but I am I'm manifesting. I'm yeah. taking it out into the world. I do think this is going to be one of the best performances. I think Usher deserves so much more than what he gets. One thousand percent. And I'm hoping that this is the beginning of that. The beginning yeah. of the recognition that he is one of the greats. When we talk about these great, phenomenal performers, Usher is one of them. We've just been sleeping on him. Not enough people discuss him, which is unfortunate because I think he is a great all around performer. The singing, the dancing, the acting, bitch. He acts too, triple threat and the songwriting. It, he's he's everywhere i i love him so much i think he's so so talented i'm so excited i need a bad girl um uh, justin timberlake wishes he could never he, he could, could never. never he could never no. um thoughts about the taylor kelsey of it all this is just like another perfect example of like the world doing too much. Like the world is doing too much when it comes to the fact that Taylor is going to be at the Super Bowl to support Travis Kelsey. The Today Show had a whole spreadsheet of how she has a concert in Japan and how it was going to be possible for her to be at the Super Bowl anyway so that she could see Travis and a timeline. And if she gets on the plane at this time and she gets on stage at this time, if she leaves the stage at the a, a whole segment on the Today Show about other people's lives and trying to organize other people's lives. I mean, I, I the world does too much. A perfect example of the world doing too much when it comes to this relationship and Taylor Swift in general. Yeah. Yeah. Leave her alone. Leave her alone. I mean. Yeah. Oh. Oh, the NFL is just the hungriest fucking little slut i've ever met in my entire life a cum dump if i've ever seen one agreed agreed oh that's gonna do for the pop culture pop-up we'll be back next week with more pop culture cheese med julie do you have a latinx spotlight for us 
I do have a Latinx spotlight. The show Griselda, starring Sofia Vergara, is now on Netflix. You can watch it. It's about the narco Griselda, who was from Colombia. Um, I am two, three episodes in, three episodes in, I believe. I am thoroughly enjoying it. Here's the thing. There's a lot of conversation about representation in, in the media and the fact that the the shows that seem to be highlighted when it comes to Latinidad is about narcos. And I think there is a valid point to be had. With that being said, I think that point would not exist and it wouldn't be an issue that a lot of our content surrounds narcos or drug cartels or like that world of of crime. I don't think it would be an issue if a lot of our shows surrounded that if we were still getting the doctors and the lawyers and the regular schmegular people on television as well with telling us the regular schmegular world uh world stories if we had um representation of all kinds i think these shows about narcos would be more celebrated and people would feel more comfortable consuming it because it wouldn't be glorifying the subject it would just be including a part of our history that is there whether we want to discuss it or not griselda is a colombian woman who is a par- powerful narco that is the truth that is the reality that is in the Colombian culture as much as it is in a Mexican culture, the world of the drug cartels. And I think it's just a thing that we need to accept. And again, I don't think there would be a conversation about how this content shouldn't be consumed if we were getting proper representation all over the place. But unfortunately, I tell you to watch a show and you guys don't do it. So what am I supposed to do? I'm trying my best here. Okay. I give you shows about regular life, regular families, one day at a time. Did you guys watch it? Class? No no one did. It got canceled. It got canceled twice. It got canceled twice. I said, go and watch Superstore. Did you guys go watch Superstore? No. Guess what it did? Got canceled. Did you guys watch Vita? You didn't watch Vita. Canceled. What do you want? Okay. They're going to continue to give you narco content because that's what you're tuning in to watch. With that being said, <laughs> it's a blast. It's a blasphemy that Sofia Vergara never got an Emmy for her performance in Modern Family. And I think she has a good shot with the show to get an Emmy nomination and maybe hopefully pushing for a win here because I think she deserves that. I love yeah. Sofia. I think she's so talented and intelligent and because she has a thick accent, people continuously talk to her like she's a fucking idiot and she's not. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Thank you, Julie. Thank you. Time for some asukar. I'll go first. Uh, Fair warning. This is a bit of a downer. Um, Mm -hmm. I just want to send my love to my friend Rolly, who I know from college. Um, whose mother passed away um, last week. He and his mother were so incredibly close. They had such a powerful Mm. relationship. Um, And I know that his mother is so proud of him and got to see him get married and got to see him live Mm. his best life. And um, yeah, I want to send all my love to him. Rolly is... 
you know, I'm, we met in college, went through some intense experiences, bonded over the people that we love and the people that we love to hate. Mm. And, um, you know, 10 years plus and still being in touch with somebody is I think an incredible feat. And so Rolly mm -hmm. is one of those people. He's an exceptional, exceptional human being. Mm. Um, incredibly kind, incredibly funny. Um, the biggest heart on his sleeve does incredible work. And, um, it is a tough time, but, mm. you know, life is, waits for no one. Mm -hmm. And, um, I hope he knows that he has a lot of people who love him and will look out for him. And so yeah. I send all of my love mm. to Roly and his family. Um, and yeah. Our thoughts are with you, Roly. That must be so difficult. It's yes. so sad. Um, My Azucar is an album by, okay, you know, Ex Ambassadors. The lead singer of that, his name is Sam Nelson, and he did a solo project um, sometime a little bit after the pandemic. I think he worked on it during the, the pandemic. The album is called Why Does Everything Make Me Cry? I already saw the title. I said, is this for me? Is this specifically written for me? Interesting. And um, it's a wonderful, cute little gut-wrenching album that I need everybody to listen to. It, it sounds, the way that this is recorded, it sound if you close your eyes, you could swear he is sitting in your living room with the guitar singing to you. It sounds so intimate in such a personal way. Um, I Googled it after one of the songs that made me cry. Thank you, Sam. I Googled uh, like interview with Sam Nelson about, because I was like, what kind of heartbreak did this bitch go through that this is what he is shelling out? No heartbreak. He said, I just love a cute little sad love song. I said, how dare you do that to me, sir? He is happily married. I mean, I love that for him, but also the way that you can emote without having felt it is intense. Um, please listen to the album. It is so, so, so good. Very intimate, very quiet, very necessary. Um, and it, it kind of encapsulates so many it the album forces you to ask questions that sometimes you're too afraid to ask. There's a beautiful song about considering ending a relationship and being too afraid to end it. And that inner monologue that you kind of go through of like, I need to say something, but I'm afraid to say something because I need to end it, but I don't want to hurt this person. And it's beautiful and necessary. Everyone go listen to this album, Sam Nelson. Ex-Ambassadors. We all know the song Unsteady. It was going and going and going when it first came out. Everyone had heard it. It was everywhere. Um, go and listen to this album. Why Does Everything Make Me Cry? A Love Letter by Julie. Um, yeah. So, so good. Okay. I'm very intrigued. I saved it onto my Spotify. Love it. So I will Ooh. listen. Thank you. 
Okay, well, that's going to do it for us. Uh, we've reached okay. the end of the episode. Make sure that you follow us on Instagram, at TikTok, on Twitter at you, me, and Chisme. Make sure you follow our Spanish TikTok account at you, me, and Chisme.mx. Make sure you visit you, me, and Chisme.com for, for the newsletter for Julie's wonderful reviews. Make sure you watch this episode. Maybe give us a like on YouTube. That would be lovely. Thank you very much. Um, Make sure that you send in fan mail. You can write it in. You can voicemail it in however you would like. And uh, and make sure you share this episode with somebody. Because sharing ultimately is caring. It's caring. And we'll be back next week with more Cheese Man. But until then, make sure you have lots of love, lots of peace, and most importantly, lots of Cheese Man in your life. Bye. Bye. Thank you.